I should probably put a couple of disclaimers out there. One is, I never let the truth get in the way of a good story. And I'm certainly not going to allow anyone else to do so. Probably not a misfix-it, but I do play one on TV. I only want to hear the good stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. I only want to hear the good stuff. Welcome to the Backstory Perspective. We're going to sit down and listen to a few stories. I appreciate you taking the time to come and chat with me today. Welcome to Wheel Across America, where everybody's treated exactly the same. Until they're not. Dave gives us a little bit of perspective of how things happened in his life from his viewpoint and other follies that take place. Stay tuned as we listen to Dave and Casey tell their stories. If you are offended even a little bit by the acronym Fornication Under the Consent of the King, this one's not for you. Dave, you talk. can't hear me. You got to keep talking so we can. Okay, figure it out. here I am. Oh, there you are. My sister used to wear uh, headsets like on a uh, aircraft carrier because her brothers <laughs> kept her awake at night. <laughs> I swear to God, she slept in them for fifteen years. I was oh not expecting God. that. I, and I, I, if I, Boo I, wants to come over and put some headphones on, this shit sounds different yeah, on, like, on the mic. You can listen on headphones if you want, Boo. Yeah, you can hang out. <laughs> Get up in here. You can hear your. Wow, background. this is high tech. Yeah. I told her, oh yeah. Courtney's got We're a not fucking, fucking around, dude. Yeah, We're cool. not fucking around. I feel like David Letterman. When when we were at your house, what did you say? I would love to do a podcast. I, I did. He he mentioned it. I didn't know really what they were. And here you I, are. I do listen to some. I know. I know. I thought they were on TV and all that. But I mean, we do. have ways. Oh, I don't want to be have. on TV. No. Yeah, but we, because we, I don't want people see I look like Brad Pitt and get jealous. But go ahead. <laughs> Dave. I'm a, I used to be a Mel Gibson, but he's Wait old. a minute. I know this dude, and I've known him for a long time, and he reminds me of you. I said, if you ever met my stepdad, Dave, you guys would fucking, like, lock boots for eternity and press on, <laughs> because he's got a production company. Wow, that's cool. And trust me, I'm like, you so remind me of my ex-stepdad. You so remind me. Nice. So he is he in a wheelchair and ugly and fat or? No. <laughs> I'm teasing. Hey. So you have to have I'm the same personality so if you're in a wheelchair. Damn it! Does everybody have the same personality in a wheelchair? I just yeah, need because they all think you're the same. They say, "Hey, are you the guy that wheeled across America?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's no. me. Oh, they always think one wheelchair guy exists. Only one wheelchair. Yeah, and guy? that was when I was active and would wheel. Hey, did you wheel across America? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay, so I, I have a I have a funny wheelchair story. Okie dokie. For you. Tell me. Casey can do wheelchair tricks and she brought him out in Chicago one <gasps> fucking Saturday night oh because god. of you. You really can. Oh my god. Oh yeah, she could ride wheelies no, and everything. You have no idea oh, yeah. where this is no. going. <laughs> I'm, that's the lying. only part of the story I'm telling. No. 
Yeah. Okay. We went into a bar. We went to the upstairs of the bar where a friend of the dude that we were hanging out with lived. And it was like teeny tiny scare. Fucking straight up. <laughs> it was, it was, it was like, good that we were semi-sober because somebody could have fucking died. Yeah. So this guy's up here. He's in a wheelchair. And he uh, has broken his femur. He's not a small man. No. Okay. So... He is fucked the fuck up. He can't get down those stairs. Who's coming to get him down those fucking stairs? He's like, I've been here for fucking six weeks. I haven't left this fucking apartment. I broke my femur getting off the bus one day. No, the train. The train. Yeah, the train. She knows. Yeah. I know the dude. I get in his wheelchair. And I start doing tricks. <laughs> because I can do some tricks. Yes, you can. I like know tricks, some shit about some shit. Wheelie spinning around, <laughs> wobbling back and forth on one leg. I could go down those stairs. I used to go down to my parents on 7th Street. Damn. This yeah. dude is watching. Okay, he's high as hell. Oh, boy. He's high as fuck. And he's watching me do tricks in Casey his talking chair. to the mic. Oh. So anyway, I'm wheeling around. I'm wheeling around. This guy's fucking laughing his balls off. We are the best thing he's seen in a while. (laughs) He's been in his apartment for six weeks. We entertain him. He laughs his balls off. Does he not? Yeah. I'm fucking zipping through his house. And they're like tight. You know, know, this is an old, old place. You know, like old. This is Chicago. Chicago. This is downtown Chicago. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our mm. beer, because we like it our way. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, we have a ball. We get all torn up. We make this guy laugh his ass off. The next day, we got to go back to Indy. Our friend and his dudes that are his friend are all like, you know, commensurating. We don't know that, because we're hung the fuck over. Yeah. And we're in a hotel. Fuck everybody. Okay. Yeah. So then... There you go. Then what happens is we find out that he died. Oh, my God. From you making him laugh and have a heart attack? He had a blood clot. Yeah. (laughs) He had a blood (laughs) clot. And they found him the next day dead. And all we said was, well, at least he had a really good time (laughs) before he died. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) He had a fucking great time. That's all we could think of. (laughs) That's all we had. That's all we had up our sleeve. I was like, Casey. Never met the guy until that night. (laughs) You should have said, no wonder he had an erection for so long. It was clotted. No. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, God. This motherfucker's been stuck on the top of the fucking Eiffel Tower (laughs) with a fucking broken femur. Oh, my God. Well, that's nice that you made someone happy. It really is. I mean, that's a neat story. for us. We were just like, oh, my God. Yeah. So Casey has wheelchair skills. Skills. (laughs) And I've seen them. She she did. They were just sitting there watching me. I was like, whippity doo doo. I was fucked up. I was very lucky. I could play in my wheelchair a lot. I I used to actually, I have a rigid frame wheelchair, means it doesn't fold up. Okay. I had to go to those because I wheeled so much around town and sidewalks are a slant. Mm -hmm. So my wheelchair would flex and I'd be wheeling. And the heat, my wheelchair would just ping, break. So I had to get ones that don't fold up anymore. 
I used to wheel a lot. I was very lucky. He bought a fitness center when he became paralyzed. Yes, uh, mainly because my brother loved it, but uh, I don't like lifting weights. <laughs> I don't no, like exercising no, at all for I any reason. But you would stand no, no, at the ridiculous. counter yes. holding your body up with your arms. Your legs are just fucking flailing. I was very, very lucky. Yep. And we used to go to Byron's house and you would swim in his pool. Yes. Do you remember that? Of course I remember that. Do you know the famous Bob's Breadsticks on 6th Street? Of course. Yes. Okay, Casey and I had the very first set of those, only they were at Byron's. (gasps) I didn't know Byron, who on Main Street's Bob's, doesn't make them anymore. We had them at Byron, had a pizza place very shortly at 2nd and St. Clair. And you and I were in there. he, He opened one with Bobby George. On 2nd and St. Clair. And it wasn't open for two months. It became a chili dog place and something else. And uh, But uh, you and I had the very first set. Byron put oil in a pizza pan, rolled out pizza dough, put garlic salt on them. And you and I, and he said, what do you think of those? And he was like, oh, man, those are good. Almost as good as my corn with butter. Oh, but, <laughs> whoa. Those were the, that That's was the very first set of breadsticks from Bob's. Byron Bob made them. Okay, Dave. Okay. You mentioned the Bob's Pizza and Vincennes. It's yes. famous the world over. There's stories that okay, Bill I, was the original, right? Bill was the original. Okay, so how did Byron get into the picture? And with Bill his made good money, and Byron saw that he made good money, but he, Byron wanted to... Bill didn't pay a lot, but Bill gave a lot. Their bonuses, they got paid other ways. And Byron just went his way. And that's why he went to Main Street, the Catholic church getting out on Sundays. And right across from there, it was a freezer place before that. Good news. But Larry and Byron, Larry is the baby, or Larry and Bill. I know more about that story. Larry and Bill. Bill, Larry was like Bill's little brother, but really like a son. So Bill, Byron, and Larry are brothers. Yes, all three. Okay. And, uh. Um, they had another brother who married Chittick Optical over in Lawrenceville. Okay. I don't, but the reason Larry and Bill went separate ways is because Bill died. And Larry s- kept running it. And you know, when sometimes people die, things happen. And I've heard a real bad thing, and I know it's true, but it had nothing to do with Bill and Larry. So Somebody, an outsider, caused some riffraff, and I know that. And Larry... Kept running it until Bill's widow, now she's past two, could get it in gear and everybody else could run it. And Larry went and opened one in... In Lawrenceville. No, he he opened one in Washington first. Oh, okay. And then he sold it. And I think it's still there. They just start serving steaks. Yes. So... Larry went to Lawrenceville on the square. And then... That where he's at now was a Mexican taco place or something. Wait, back up. Byron, okay. Did Byron open it up when Bill died? Or no, no, no. Byron Bill opened died. his up before Bill died. Larry opened his after Bill died. Oh, okay. okay. Byron and Bill, Byron it had been in business for quite a while, and I don't really know the true story, but I'm pretty sure it's there was no hostility. I think there was a little animosity because he opened one, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> They're so they they have to turn down business still today, right? And Byron did really well, and they just people. Oh yeah, there was basically enough room to to start another one. And Byron exactly. Knew it. They're both, and I don't think successful. Bill, Bill was a really classy guy. He was a he was a 
classy guy, but a hillbilly like us. But he, he <laughs> like us. Are you lumping all of us in together? I just okay. need to know. We're, we're just say right now that um, I don't know what kind of person he was to anyone else, but we had a pizza delivered every Wednesday night when I stayed with Dave when he first got paralyzed. Mm. And we went to Byron's house and swam in his pool. And then I felt confident that Dave could actually swim and keep himself afloat. <laughs> like, oh, that's like, shit that you didn't think about before. Uh, oh, that oh, oh, when I first by oceans and shit. My dad, my dad loved to swim. My family was born to swim. Okay, and to do gymnastics. I didn't do it. My dad was did the rings. My cousin actually trained with Bella Corolla right after Mary Lou Retton. That messed up group after Mary Lou. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. They were all fucked up. <laughs> Christy Phillips. That that next set of Olympians. You look them up. <gasps> Fuck no. They were all screwed up, man. They, they had issues. Put a finger in his that I'm so pretty sure. Now listen to me. That doctor out. has part to do with it. <laughs> now my cousin. All those girls have issues. My poor cousin. But she, she was a legitimate gymnast for the Olympics, and and those girls had issues, man. And she still has issues, but she was, man, she could do the gymnast. My dad was did the rings when Lincoln had a club, and they broke out the par- the high bar one time when I was in high school. And Coach Ray Mills was trying to tell people how gymnasts were. And a guy named Bill Bushy, who was really well-built, he was a senior, and I, and I was just a sophomore freshman, we were the only ones that could go around that gym bar like at the, you know, swinging around that oh, high bar. Oh, yeah, I yeah. can do that. I'm pretty sure you oh. watch me try and do that. <laughs> you, no, not doing Anyway, that. my family was made to be gymnasts and wrestlers. And my brother was made to be <laughs> short a short stocky. Yeah. nothing if there like was UFC around. Ba- yeah, with another guy in tights. With another guy 20, in tights. You were 26 when you were paralyzed. Right. How long had you been with me? Oh, <laughs> since you were five. I was there for your first day of kindergarten. Five. So, um, how old would that have been, Casey? And talking to the fucking mic. I was probably 20, so that would have been maybe 81. 81. <laughs> Her mom cried when we of dropped course. her off. Dropped me off where? At, At kindergarten. Kindergarten. Fucking stay oh, up with the story, goddamn. God. Oh, and she had freckles and these little blue jeans. We could only get one kind of blue jean because her. Her torso and her weird ass legs and skinny girl. <laughs> so we had to get a specific pair of jeans. I, oh, I, wasn't I have a used specific to, pair of jeans too. I favor girls. I wanted a daughter, but I had a son mainly because I don't like the macho pressure of making a man. My dad. I grew up on Marine Corps bases, and I was like, "Well, I I don't think I want to do that." <laughs> <laughs> That's not the okay. I'll do your pigtails. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. Producer, editor, sound guy here with another warning. Dave's about to discuss a part of his childhood which involves toxic masculinity, gender stereotypes, and homophobia. Some of the language used is outdated but represents the era he's discussing. If you'd rather not listen to such things, skip the next three minutes and three seconds or so. Thank you. Long story short, my dad thought I was gay, and so did a lot of people. I didn't know it till I got older. <laughs> no, and shut were, the fuck up. And in hindsight, I've told you this before. No, you 
Why do you think you were gay? Oh, because I was his middle son. I skipped. I loved to square dance. I loved to. I was always on the Enquirer when we went. I loved to square dance. I skipped everywhere. And I had two little brothers who were close. So Jesus. it was just because you weren't as macho okay, as all the Marine Corps. Oh, I, I, I could pull that off, but my brother had an older brother. They ran together, six kids. Frank. And Gary. Okay. And then Joe and John below me. In the middle are me and my sister. So my brothers, I had to play hopscotch with her. I had to jump rope with her. I had to double dutch. I have to play to all her games, hopscotch. Oh, I was king of double dutch in Mississippi now. They love me. In Mississippi. But double dutch is not sucking dick. Okay. <laughs> so In the Marine Corps base, if you're jumping rope and you're outside you're playing hopscotch with a girl, okay, you're the gay fucker. And the best part Get is. Get up here, Sally. I, I went to an all black I went to an all black school. An all black school that had a kick ass marching band. Is this in Mississippi? No, this is South Carolina. That's okay. still not sucking dick, Dave. Okay. No, but okay, so the dude <laughs> at this school is the majorette for the you band. You remember his whole, his whole fucking so, And I wanted to be that guy so bad. I'm out there doing majorette stuff and got my sister's baton because I want to be the guy that leads the band. <laughs> so. and, and every brother, when you move, you got to establish that part in your neighborhood. We move every year. So you go get in your fight, and then you got your tear in the neighborhood where you are. You know what I mean. The social ladder, badass, sissy, pussy. All my brothers would have to fight one time, and their their spot was located. Whoever I fought would come back like five fucking times. Okay? I had to fight him, and I'd cry when I beat him up. And the worst whipping I got in my life was for talking back to an officer because he sent his kid over. And I beat him up again, and I cried. And I said, see what you made me do, buddy? Now, that guy didn't tell my dad what happened, but that guy made his son, he's, can you imagine being a Marine on a Marine Corps base and getting in a fight, and, oh, one of the Blackburn boys kicked your ass, okay. The gay one kicked your ass? You get back over there, well, and that's the truth. So those I'm poor kids had to get b- their ass beat by me five times because their parents thought I was gay. I'm still going back. Why did they think you were gay? Because I would skip. I would dance. I played hopscotch. I was in choir. Oh, the best part is my dad watched musicals. It so was, was Frank Sinatra cool to them? Or was, Frank you know, Sinatra like was. Al Green? Or, I mean, like, those motherfuckers were dancing to Sidney okay. Portier. This is, this, the Marine, know, like, this is the Marine Corps. Uh, uh, so different is standards. And Al Green would have been a goddamn hippie. <laughs> Al Green was standards. a goddamn hippie, and I'm not okay. mad at him. I'm not either. <laughs> no, no. no, man. But my dad was a Vietnam Korean Marine. Oh, now he liked okay. Frank Sinatra. Don't get me wrong. And he even liked a give my, a scenario of what Frank had to do. Oh, he was a tunnel rat. Do you know what that is? Oh, are you right. serious? That's oh. the worst fucking job ever. Yeah, You're talking that, Vietnam, right? Yeah, and that comes from being short and stocky. Or you could be the machine. Tell the gunner. story. My di- he well, goes in fucking holes. Okay, he only talked about it to me, and I'm the only one in it. Was one time. He got tired of people. Who is this? My, my father. Okay. But go back to what okay. his job was. His job was he was a tunnel rat. But how Tell I him what it is. Tunnel a tunnel rat? A tunnel rat. Tell him what like it is. T-U-N-N. Yeah, Vietnam had tunnels everywhere. And when they found a tunnel, they would send you down in to go fight them and find them. And, and, you had, and my dad was a renaissance guy, recon. Okay, so stocky. he and would there go. there was booby traps everywhere in those fucking tunnels. That had to be the scariest job ever. Where was this? Vietnam. Vietnam. In Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. 
My dad came home. I didn't really see my dad much until I was about six or seven because he was in Korea, then he was in Vietnam. And, but the reason, okay, the, the tunnel rat. Okay, we're watching a movie, and, and they always stab you with a knife, and you die. <laughs> you know, one little bitty, one little Marine Corps knife, and he would get so upset. You don't die like that. And he never. So finally, one night, we're watching a horror show, and you know them curved slanted blades? Yeah. A sickle. Like a sickle, yeah. Yeah, and my dad said, that's a fighting knife. That's what you kill people with. And he said, when you put that thing in through the back, you take it up under the rib and you hear the kidney pop. And they don't just die. You got to hold your hand too over much the mouth. Info. Huh? Yeah, that's what, he, that's just what <laughs> he's telling me. And I'm like, okay. This is the first conversation you've had about this? With my dad. Ooh, okay. Ever. And he's talking about that. And that's the only time he talked about it. He used to make him something. He said, that's a fucking fighting knife. And then he talked about they don't just die. You got to hold your hand over the mouth. You hear the kidney pop. Or if you're getting the heart. And Jesus. He had to do that stuff. And he got shot at by a sniper. But then he was in the Cuban Missile Crisis because by then he had met, this is all what I'm believing yeah. from what I gathered. He met a guy named Smonovich that was a really smart Polish man who wound up being the main guy for President Carter on, on Marine One. Damn. Okay. That guy was really intelligent and he was like my dad. And I think he picked my dad out and said, he called him Blackie. He said, he basically told him, you know, you're a little smarter than the average. Why don't you use your brain <laughs> so you don't have to be a tunnel rat? And my dad wound up, you know what Goose did for Tom Cruise in the Jets? He was the backseat guy. He sung he the, the song navigator. and got him laid. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, he was the navigator, man. Know, right? Right. He, he was the Rio, radio engineer operator. And back in the day, it wasn't an officer. It would have been a, a NCO, a guy with stripes that did that. The officer was the pilot. And my dad was the Rio guy in Alaska. And they did that thing that Tom Cruise did. They had a snapshot inverted over a MiG. What the fuck? My dad was there for that. My uncle was one of the first. My, my uncle was the first pilot from Knox County for, for World War II. He was the first pilot from Knox County. Uh, my other uncle was at Chosen Reservoir, which if you ask a Marine, they'll tell you what that was. And he, you know how the sniper shoots someone and leaves them delay and they're hurting, but you, and you go out to get them, they shoot everybody, you know, as bait. Oh, I saw those fucking war my, movies. Uh, my uncle crawled out. My uncle Boog, the little short guy. Uncle Boog, and he pointed at me. Uncle Boog. The oh, guy I told you about that owned the Courtney's <laughs> Uncle Boog. The guy that I, no, no, I, the guy that I told you about, the <laughs> nursing, that owned, that owned uh, Comeback. She could be Uncle yeah. Boog. No shit. Okay, he crawled out and <laughs> drugged the guy back in and only got shot in the ass. And then he got to come home. But he was a hero, and he, he never would tell you that. Went in the army with only one lung. Um, he he, my uncles Fucking were ass badass. Kicking mother machine. And of course, my oldest uncle, who was you know their hero, and I never met. He died. He got electrocuted painting a drive-in in Westport. But he okay. was an army hero. Wait a second. Hold on. Whoa. We're going to okay. question that. I'm sorry. I keep going to stuff. Uh. He got electrocuted painting the drive-in? In Westport. After he survived World War II. And after he got the death penalty from the military. Mm. But they gave you the death penalty. They gave you the death penalty for minor infractions because they wanted you to be a guinea pig for that stuff Trump took for malaria. No My uncle was a way. guinea pig. Why did he get a death penalty? Okay. The first, he was, first he was a hero. Then he was on the black market and he made millions of dollars. And he was charging people to go across the bridge. Okay. And 
he actually had money what in those accounts that they wouldn't let all the Jewish people get their money out of. Ooh. But up until about five years ago, if I would have had that account number, I could have got his money. He couldn't go back because he was a war criminal and they would keep Wait, wait, wait. How did, what did, What was he charged for to get for, the death penalty? For, for, like I said, they gave, they gave you a death penalty if you went AWOL because they weren't going to kill you. They knew you'd be a guinea pig for that medicine. I'll uh, tell you what, we'll let you off the death penalty if you'll take this quinine. And, of course, you'd say, well, hell yeah, <laughs> shoot me up. But that's what he got. I mean, they gave people death, death penalties left and right to use them as guinea pigs. Uh, but he, he did a more serious crime. He was court-martialed. Everybody said he was six foot tall and Mr. Badass. I found his draft card. He was 5'10". I was going to say, no Blackburns okay. are six foot tall. But here's, here's where you get mistaken. <laughs> the Blackburns are tall. You know Scott Blackburn. I do. He looks exactly like my grandpa Blackburn. Tall and my, skinny. Yeah, my grandmother was a tucker, and they were short and stocky. Scott will always tease us. You guys ain't no Blackburn, you're a tucker. And that is very true. My great-grandmother, who, was, who ran a house of ill repute, her mother, <laughs> her, she, she, she had two children. My grandmother, who was Alice, and my uncle, who was Uncle Harold. And he's the one that took all the money and went out west in California in Riverside. And he, his family's still there. My great-grandmother left my grandma the, the house of ill repute. And she was silly enough to let the girls keep it open because she didn't want them to lose their job. House but then my of brother and them, you know where Kimmel Park is in Vincennes? No, I have no idea. That was all my grandmothers, great-grandmothers. Mm. And believe it or not, she comes all the way back from the Tucker that came with John Smith to Jamestown. Now, I used to think my parents were full of crap telling these stories, but I actually looked all this up, and he's the one that captured Pocahontas, <laughs> took back Jamestown. Remember, <laughs> okay, this, this is not going well. I'm going not joking. You. I'm not joking. This is, this is history. He's, you can look it up. Serious. I believe you. I even found the will. Okay. When you say will, you mean Grandmother the, Willow? No, his will. <laughs> yeah, Willow, Grandmother Willow. Pretty much about the same. The that's what I used Disney that's story. What I, that's what I used to think. <laughs> I used to think, oh, you guys Seriously. are full of shit. Okay, but I found this king, that king that we want our in it. Our, our, that one king? Like uh, king England? George III, the crazy yeah. king. About three years ago, they opened all his documents. Now, I used to tell my uncles they were liars and full of crap, but I looked all this up in the last five years, and I'm like, wow. He's been in a wheelchair not doing fucking jack shit other than reading and watching. (laughs) The Tuckers, King George wrote a letter about it. He said, if you want something done, this man is diligent. He'll make you follow the rules, but he is a motherfucking bastard. He is mean. Hell, at one time, one of the Tuckers owned Bermuda, and I did the spit test a long time ago. I said, how the hell? And most of my relatives came from... Bermuda, I said, how the hell am I related to anybody to, to in a... Bermuda. Well, Bermuda. And later on when I learned the stories, and well, no wonder. They're still really wealthy down in Georgia. It's, I, I just couldn't believe it. We, we, the original Tuckers came over, and remember when France was badass and called the Franks? And William the Conqueror came over and conquered England? Yeah, in 1066? I do. I have um, record of that and... That was about 30 grandpas back. He was with William the Conqueror, and he became the uh, south of England was all his, and Tucker Inn is still there. I'm like, I'm blown away. I, I, I was too, because I, I am. Imagine I'm calling your dad them a liar for 30 years, and, you, and after they're dead, you go, God damn, my dad wasn't lying. <laughs> I, you know what? I get called a liar a lot. 
<laughs> I'm not going to lie. But I do not want the truth to get in the way of a good story. I, I, I tell you, it is. Oh, I like to lie and embellish, too. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, uh, Thank I'm about to embellish on my story. Okay. I'm going to let her talk a while because I talk too much all the time. I really Okay. Am. So, no. actually, you were talking about being held for ransom. Pocahontas? Yeah. yeah. He held her for ransom, got okay. the white people released, and you can read this into history. You know that 1619 project How that's going horrible on? horrible do you think that I have was? no fucking idea. He was actually really nice to Pocahontas, and she wound up marrying John Rolfe, his buddy. Pocahontas was a very educated and smart woman, and so was her dad. They, did, they taught her the IQ of Pocahontas and her dad was far superior to any white settler that was there. And John Smith was a dumbass. And he didn't even know Pocahontas. He wrote that story. He didn't know Pocahontas. He didn't. He, he, not like he said. John Rolfe did. Yeah. That well, happened with John Rolfe. They got right. intimate. Where did Grandma Willow come into this? Wait a minute. Grandma Willow's who you brought into it because you've been watching Val Disney. Kilmer movies. No, Disney. <laughs> Disney speaks the truth. Disney had Val Kilmer made a movie called Willow. Disney hated women. <laughs> Disney, for some reason, hates Jews, but I don't know the joke of it. On Family Guy, they always talk about Jewish people and Disney <laughs> killing them. Oh, we're on ABC. And it, yeah, on Family Guy, it'll be a perfect a day. And they'll go, oh, there? we're on ABC. Jewish lady. Are you Jewish? Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know how exciting it is. I just listened to some guy from, what the hell's that? Starts with an S. Real quick videos. No, my brain doesn't work like that right now. Some guy was giving a history. He was talking about the Christmas holiday isn't really Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And and my niece freaked out. I said, well, the Jewish people really started the holidays, and they celebrated feasts. And they said, well, what feast? I said, well, one of them would have been the Passover feast. And he yeah. named off about 10 different feasts. Mm-hmm. The Jewish people were more about celebrating feasts. And, yeah, we and, like and to and fucking just, eat. <laughs> oh, man, I watched That's great. That's true. You I'm need a to, fucking eater, man. You Drink. need to go up where my great-grandpa was, yeah. and there's a Jewish family that's got the greatest cooking show ever. Always. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and let's go to Casey's cool story. I don't know the, how the, cool it is. The, no. I want to know it, though. Casey, I keep buttoning you've never in. told your story from me. That's what she's getting That's ready what to do. That's what we're going to do. I'm sorry I talked too is much. My, this is my sheriff's department voluntary statement. <laughs> You didn't get arrested, oh, did you? I got pages right here. That's oh, my fuck. that's my statement. This is how it started. To the police department. I'm gonna step away for two seconds, hey. and I'm gonna have Casey start, and I'm gonna bop on in. Okay. From when I arrive, for sure. I got it. I mean, that's where I'm going. Whoa. I didn't see that coming. I had no idea what I was in for, but I was in it. There were lots of text messages back and forth to our sound engineer and producer. Lots. I wonder what he thought when he listened. If you want to tell your story, send us a message at thebackstoryperspective.com. I'll sit down and have a conversation with you until we hear Casey's Big Day, part two. That's coming next.